Welcome to the Pursuing Life Podcast. I'm your host, Monica Kirsch. Each week, I'll be sitting down with people from the Calvary Church family to hear stories of what God is doing in, around, and through them as they take intentional steps to pursue life in Jesus Christ. We believe that storytelling is powerful. God has made himself known to us through the stories of the Bible. Jesus told parables or small stories to teach kingdom lessons to his followers. And God continues to write stories of his goodness and faithfulness through the lives and experiences of his church, ordinary people just like you and me. Today, we have a surprise episode for you as we start a series we like to call Meet Our Staff Monday. Once a month, we'll be taking the opportunity to introduce you to one of our staff members who will give you a peek behind the scenes at the work they do at Calvary and share their story of finding life in Christ. The fingerprints of our staff are all over the ministry of Calvary Church, and some you may recognize more than others. But whether their work is front and center or behind the scenes, our hope for this series is that you'll get to know our staff and hear stories of God at work that you may not have the opportunity to hear otherwise. Today, we're introducing you to our video content creator, Justin Gathright. Justin is one of our newer staff members, but his work has already made such an impact in the life and ministry of Calvary Church. I hope that this conversation gives you a greater appreciation for all of the video content you see here at Calvary and the work that God is doing in and through Justin. So Justin, you're newer to staff. How long have you been working here? I've been here about seven months, Monica. That's it? Yeah, almost eight, like seven and a half. It feels like it's been a lot longer than that. It does. It really, it's feel like a, it feels like I've already been here a whole year. Yeah, it but does. That's definitely not true. Time flies when you're having fun. Is that true? Yeah. Okay, good. Good, good. Okay, well, (laughs) since a lot of people probably don't know you very well since you've only been here for seven months, tell us a little bit about what you do here at Calvary. I'm the video content creator here at Calvary, so basically every video or film that comes through that people see, I handle. Everything from baptisms to the roll-ins to just the more story-driven content. So tell me about some of the projects that you've worked on since you started that have been highlights for you. Oh, that's a good question. I think uh, some of the projects that I've really enjoyed working on would be the Rollins, uh, the I'm In series. Mm-hmm. That Roland particularly was super fun just to do. We had our coworker Killa actually paint that that whole canvas, and mm-hmm. it was just a blast. We had a time lapse and everything, selfless. We did three roll-ins for that one, but the mm-hmm. first roll-in I really enjoyed. That's the one where it's just kind of two different shots layered on top of each other. Really thinking through that whole process, what visuals works to tell that story best. Like that was just a blast and actually do it and like film it within that time and edit it, put it together. And the global video, the overview video, global overview, super fun to do. This uh, I've never done something like that before where it was just really kind of it was a story, but it was really kind of just like talking about the Great Commission and, and visually seeing that. And how do we represent that here at Calvary? And it yeah. just, it was a huge project, but just a blast. Yeah. And it turned out really cool in the end. Too. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. So tell us a little bit about how did you become interested in videography and how did that whole thing start? And did you go to college for it? Tell us a little bit about that. I did. Um, so it really all started for me when I was 11. I've always had a fascination for like stories, movies, video games, TV, anything I could like ingest and just enjoy the story of. But my parents got me a small Sony DV camcorder 
when I was 11 for Christmas. And uh, I just kind of picked it up and was like, this is fantastic. (laughs) Uh, And I just kind of, throughout high school, we had a TV production studio. So I started like growing the skills and and like learning the ins and outs of it. And then when it was time to go to college, I knew this is what I'm passionate about. It doesn't make sense for me to pick anything else as a career. Like this is what I want to do with my life. So I ended up going to Temple University, got a Bachelor's of Arts in Film and Media Arts, and uh, now I'm working here. Do you have any other hobbies besides video? What are some other things that you enjoy outside of work? I don't have any other hobbies. It's just solely video. Um, Yeah, like it really is all media focused for me. I love going to the movies. I know that's a stretch. Sure, no, (laughs) but it makes sense. Being a a movie guy, um, it's one of my favorite pastimes, just going out with friends and enjoying a movie, a good story. Playing video games. I love video games. I just picked up the new Pokemon game. Okay, Super fun so far. And then I dabble in archery, cooking. I like those things as well. Yeah. Okay. So now I just have so many questions for you. Fire away. Uh, favorite movie? Oh, that's, that's a tough. <laughs> Is there a story that you like particularly better than others? Or Being a bit of a nerd, and by a bit, I mean just full-blown nerd. <laughs> um, I love the Marvel movies. Okay. The Marvel Cinematic Universe mm-hmm. really is just kind of a highlight. We've been watching those movies for years as right. they've been coming out. Uh, so the first Avengers movie okay. was right when I graduated high school. It came out that summer, and I just like, that story is so tight. The characters are great. It's not full of like tons of characters, but it's just enough that you can really kind of latch on and enjoy the the superhero antics, yeah. but then they, they always try to work in a deeper story. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great one. So would you ever direct a movie? Oh, if I had the chance to like do a Hollywood style blockbuster? Yes, awesome. <laughs> for sure. So one day we might see Justin Gathray in the end credits of a movie. It's very possible. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. Okay. You say that you like cooking. What's your favorite meal to cook? Hmm. One of my signature dishes is chimichurri chicken. It's a Spanish dish that I I took Spanish in high school. I don't remember a word of it now. But what I do remember is uh, the food day where we brought in dishes that we made inspired by the culture. And Mm -hmm. I just, I love chicken, especially chicken wings. But I chose um, chimichurri chicken, which is just kind of a styling and how you cook the chicken. And Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's that's probably one of my favorite dishes. I love wings, like I said. Mm -hmm. American really cuisine. So like burgers, hot dogs, stuff like that. It's always good. Gotcha. Except for... The Spanish cuisine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One Spanish yeah. dish and yeah. a bunch me, of American dishes. Give me tacos <laughs> like, all, every day. Yeah. Have you ever been to Chela's Arepa Kitchen? Never heard of it. Where's that at? It's over by Costco. They have Peruvian style food and they have a signature chimichurri sauce. Oh, I'll so have to try that You sometime. should try it. Yeah. I think you would like it. So tell me where you grew up. Tell me... A little bit of your story and how did you come to know Jesus? I know that's a lot of questions wrapped in one, but run with it whichever direction you would like. So I grew up in a very small town, Richland, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Um, it's near Myerstown, which is near Lebanon and in Lebanon County. Yep. So, because nobody knows where Richland is. <laughs> right. So I'm like, oh, it's near Myerstown. You don't yeah. know where that is? It's near Lebanon. You don't know where that is? And that's near Hershey. Sure. So, um, <laughs> You'll get to a landmark eventually. Yeah. I actually, I grew up, well, I was born in Lebanon and I think when I was seven, we moved to uh, Richland. Okay. My parents bought this old Victorian house. Wow. It's over 100 years old. It's kind of crazy. And yeah, I just had a I had a fun time. I went to Harrisburg Area Community College okay. right after high school. Also in Lebanon, they have a campus. So I went there for two years. And then I transferred to Temple, lived in Philly for a couple of years, and then moved back. Okay. So that's kind of 
that question. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're a Pennsylvania guy. You're sort of local. Yeah, sort of local. Yeah. Sort of local. One day I'd like to move a little closer to work. <laughs> that would be <laughs> I nice. Bet. Uh, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me, how did you meet Jesus? How did you, how did you come to know him? And how did your journey bring you to where you are now working in a church? So that's a bit of a long story, a bit of a sad story, but it's got a happy ending. So all my life, I grew up in a, a very on-churched family. You know, people here and there, some relatives would go to church. Some were Christians, they'd say, and like some just no interest in the spiritual or the afterlife or anything mm. like that. So I, I grew up on church. And then when I was in community college, I met a girl mm-hmm. and uh, she was really cool. We hit it off. We started dating. We fell in love and I dated her for about five years. Mm. She was a Christian mm. and uh, through her, in a way, I, I was able to see for the first time, I think, okay, it's not just all these existential questions and and things I just couldn't wrap my head around. Because I, as a person, I'm a very intellectual person and mm-hmm. I, I love learning and studying and finding out answers. So my whole life, I, I had this kind of hole that I wanted to fill just with, I wasn't sure what, <laughs> to be honest. Um, so I, I'd, I'd look into like Buddhism and, and other things, um, or I'd try to just kind of fill that hole with relationships and, and connections. And But through this girl, I, I started hearing more about okay, well, there's Jesus and that's not just this like almighty God that just kind of sits on a throne and judges you constantly. It's, it's different. Mm. I didn't quite understand it. And so we dated for a couple of years and we, we moved back to Lebanon City and unfortunately we started moving apart. Mm. So, and it, it got to the point where I was actually about to uh, propose to her. Okay. I was designing the engagement ring and I was kind of ready to make that leap. And it had taken me a long time just to work through my own issues and stuff. And in that time, she started growing apart from me. So it, it, it got to the point where I would tell her, like, no, I don't, I don't want to marry you, you know, to try to throw her off the trail. And I was arrogant at the time. And she actually believed that. Hmm. And unfortunately, like, I couldn't salvage that. I couldn't say, like, hey, no, like, I was just <laughs> trying to do this the way that culture tells us to do it. And like, I never really had any mentors or anybody in my life that walked ahead of me. Right. That could be like, hey, or I didn't really have anybody to speak into my life. Mm-hmm. I was definitely getting more isolated as, as time went on. And nobody was like, hey, like this isn't the way to do that. And even if they did, I probably wouldn't listen at, at that age. So it, it got to the point where we broke up and that devastated me. That and uh, being back at home, feeling like uh, I just graduated college with this awesome degree and found something I love, but how do I use that in the world? How do I handle $80,000 in student loan debt? All of these things kind of just compounded and I started getting depressed and went into a bit of a spiral. Mm. And in that time we broke up and that just made things so much worse for me because I, I started having these dreams of a future for the first time in my life really. And I just didn't know how to handle that. My whole world was turned upside down in a matter of days. And uh, in that oblivion, I just, through the right people at the right time, God started working in my life to amazing results. I remember the first time I prayed. I wasn't sleeping well. I wasn't eating. And I woke up at like three in the morning and just like depressed and just heartbroken. And for the first time, I reached out to God through prayer. Just like, if you're there, if you exist, I just want to talk. (laughs) And through that, that whole ordeal, 
I started rebuilding myself. I looked not only inward to who I was as a person, but outward spiritually to having a relationship with God for the first time in my life. And I really just put in the work and he led me. And I was able to really turn my whole life around, just becoming a better, more emotionally observant person, being more considerate of others, um, not putting my own thoughts and wants and feelings first, and really just making a lot of great friends and connections and just building myself up as well as my relationship, not only vertically, but horizontally as well, Mm -hmm. Um, gaining a good group of friends, being able to turn to family for the first time as an adult and like just have those connections. And it, it took a long time to heal. And through that process though, I've just, it's like forging like, like blacksmith work. It's like forging um, a sword or, or an ax or mm-hmm. a hammer. Like you, you need to refine it. And it's, it's not a fun process. It's not a painless process, right. but you get a durable tool or a weapon or an object out of that process. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, it's the best way I could say that like, that's the process I went through a refining process over over a year and a half. And um, yeah, so I got just that connection to God and through that healing, forgiveness, and was able to kind of start my life in earnest, mm-hmm. I'd say at the age of 25. And yeah, now I'm, I'm dating a wonderful woman, plans to get married to her soon. <laughs> We've been dating two years now and she's just been, she, she uh, put love back in my life, mm. gave me a spark of creativity that I had lost when I went through that horror. um, Yeah, anything else you want to know? (laughs) What was that moment like when you finally were like, okay, this isn't just a God who is sitting there watching kind of absently, but is judging, you used that word, to, oh, wait, there is a God who cares about me and who has sacrificed for me. What was that moment like where you finally were like, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to surrender to this and accept that this is who Jesus is. Yeah, it, it wasn't one exact moment for me. Sure. Because um, I know for some people it's just like a light switch, you know, clicks on and other people it takes time. And I was one of those people that it just, it took some time. Being very intellectual, I had so many analytical and, and intellectual hurdles that I had to kind of break through or, you know, just jump over to like believe. So it First, I had to hear about, okay, well, God exists. Right. What does that mean? Okay, what about Jesus? Who is Jesus? What, what did he stand for? What did he believe in, really? And what did he do to change history in the world? And once I was like, all right, well, Jesus existed. And if he did all these miraculous things and is one with God, what does that mean for me? And I know, I, I, well, I think, like, kind of praying for the first time, mm-hmm. that was one of those, like, I jumped over that hurdle. I broke through that barrier. Understanding and being like going to classes and just talking to friends and and mentors in my life. um, That was another barrier. And then eventually I I came to the conclusion, well, this just makes so much sense. And I was always very skeptical growing up. Yeah. And like, if you would have asked me 10 years ago, where would I be? What Mm -hmm. would I believe in? I had no idea. And yeah, this has just given me direction. And, And that moment, that time, I don't know if that makes sense. It does. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Just coming back to that moment of praying, I think that was like the first time where, because I wasn't all the way there, but that was like the first big barrier that I had to break through. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I've come to believe and learn that God is in control mm-hmm. and that he 
no matter what we go through, it's working for his glory and for our good. He wants the best for us. And even, even all the stuff, the painful stuff that I went through has forged me into who I am now. And I wouldn't be this version of me, this, the best version that I can try to be without God. Right. Exactly. You had to go through the painful stuff in order to get to where you are today. Yeah. Yeah. What is one thing that God is teaching you right now in this season of your life? Hmm. One thing that God's teaching me right now is probably connection. So I, about two years ago, I had a, had a close friend who, who just told me like, all right, every, every new year, instead of having resolutions, pray for a guiding word. Hmm. So that's what I've been doing. Last year was transformation. Okay. And let me tell you, my life has began to transform into great ways, including working at this great place. And this year I, I prayed about it for a while and I got the word connection. Hmm. So that's kind of my guidance for this year of connecting to people, connecting to God deeper. So that's what I believe God is teaching me in my life right now is to just connect with him and people around me. Yeah. So the importance of that, and we're talking about spiritual practices and disciplines as a church right now. And part of that is connecting with others and Mm -hmm. being in community with others and the importance of we can't just do it on our own, but we have to do it together as well. It's almost like the timing was spiritual. <laughs> exactly. It God knew. And so he knew that that was something that he wanted to teach you during this season. So that's great. Okay. I want to transition into a part of our episode that we are going to call rapid fire questions. So oh I did boy. not prep you for these ahead of time, but we're just going to go through and just answer with the first thing that comes to mind. Fire away. Okay. Favorite part about working at Calvary? The coworkers that I work with. Not only yourself, but the whole media team. Just super fun. Yeah. Like, of course, I love the projects and I love being challenged. I get bored easily. Mm-hmm. So, like, the work that I do is just awesome. Like, it it helps expand God's kingdom. But even on a personal level, I just really enjoy what I do because I get to learn stuff all the time. And, like, we're always trying new creative things. And, and again, looping back to my coworkers, like they push me and hopefully I can talk into the creative things that, you know, even the graphic design work that I'm not doing myself, Mm -hmm. like I can at least speak into that. Right. And like, I feel I'm valued. So they're a huge part of why I love this job. Yeah. Lots of collaboration with your team. Mm -hmm. Who's the funniest person you work with? Probably Josh Reiner. Okay. Like I can see that. He just cracks me up all the time. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) So we've developed a good like dynamic between us and our humor. And I think it just, it works well. And every day, like we make each other laugh and, and Andrew, Andrew Herr, he, he's our graphic designer and he just like his one liners and stuff he says (laughs) just cracks me up too. Yeah. So the three of you are a dynamic trio. Can I say that? You just did. Okay. (laughs) All right. Um, jeans or khakis? Hmm. That's another tough question. I like the look of khakis probably better. Okay. And I like wearing them a lot. But jeans are just so classic. Okay, good answer. Um, if you could have any superpower, what would it be? Teleportation. Oh, tell me why. <laughs> I'm so interested. Um, not only can you do a bunch of cool things with that, but like you would practically just cut down on driving time. I, I, have, I have a long commute. So if I could That's just true. snap my fingers and teleport. And who's to say like that stops from like teleporting in here? What if you teleport to a different world or a different dimension? Like who knows? So that's what I'd pick. It's that storytelling movie <laughs> imagination. I yep. love it. If you were a spy, what would your code name be? Mm, this one's not going to be so rapid. I don't know. I don't have an answer <laughs> for that. First thing I that think. comes to mind. Um, Black Hawk. Black Hawk. Yeah. Do you think you'd be a good spy? 
I think so. I think my creativity and just um, the ability to blend into places, I, I could probably do some cool spy work. Who's to say I'm not already a spy? Oh, wow. Giving us lots to think about. What's one piece of advice you would tell your younger self? Mm, that's a good one. I think one piece of advice that I would tell my younger self is just to have faith. Mm. Don't get so caught up in all the intricacies and analytical things, just to connect with people and, and love them for who they are. Wow, that's great advice. Have you ever won any awards? Technically, yes. What were they or what was uh, it? N- nothing crazy. So in high school, I joined the agriculture club. Oh, okay. I, I don't really like farming. I think it's awesome as mm-hmm. a thing, but it's just not for me. So I, I joined it on the behest of a friend of mine okay. who was the president of the club at the time. <laughs> okay, and, so peer pressure. Yeah, and she knew I did video and mm-hmm. I was good at it. So they needed a video for a contest. Okay. So she was like, hey, join this club. You only have to come like once a month, but you'll handle this video. Yeah. So I did that for them, highlighting a business that they worked with, okay. Kirby Agriculture, a local business to the Lebanon area. And it was a, a really fun learning experience for me. And through that, I just through the time dedication that I put into it, they gave me an outstanding service award on behalf of FFA, uh, Future Farmers of America. Okay. And uh, so that was really cool. And then I, I won a third place in my college art drawing contest. Drawing? Yeah. Oh, so is that a hidden talent? Yeah. Yeah, so I, I, I'm, I'm definitely an artist, but like, I'm not super refined. Yeah. So like, I just took some drawing classes just because I've, I've always been good at it. Yeah. But I wanted to get a little bit more refined. And I found in that class, uh, it was really fun. I did a still life and I got third place out of the college campus. So it was pretty cool. That's impressive. Way to go. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, last question. If you could be born in any other era, which one would it be? Hmm. I think just for me and my passion, I'd probably pick like the early 1900s when filmmaking was just getting started. I'd come in with all the knowledge I know now Mm -hmm. and like blow people away with the stuff I was making. Yeah. There were some pretty iconic films that happened in the 1900s. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Very last before I let you go. How does your work at Calvary help people to take next steps in pursuing life in Christ? So I believe my work at Calvary here helps people take next steps in pursuing life in Christ by just engaging them Mm. on a different level. The video work I do, the stories I help, that's what brings people in more or less. Um, Well, they're here for the message. So like, I don't want to get that confused. But while they're watching the message week in, week out, it's just nice to see stuff like the the Rollins. Those help set the stage for the sermon. They help like, okay, well, they help people understand, like, this is the type of thing I'm going to learn about today. And the baptism videos and, and the other story videos that we do, it's really all to expand the kingdom of Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Justin, I appreciate that what you do puts God on display through the lives of the people here at Calvary Church. So thank you for your work. And thanks for being willing to share a little bit of your story with us today. We appreciate it. Yeah, of course. I'm, I'm just blessed to that I get to do this as a living. Yeah, we're glad you're here. Thanks. We are so thankful for Justin, for all the work he does and for the ways that he contributes to our staff team. I'm looking forward to getting to know more of our staff members in the coming months and hearing all of the work that God is doing in them as they seek to pursue life in Christ. As always, don't forget to follow the Pursuing Life podcast so you don't miss any upcoming episodes and we'll meet you back here next Monday. Have a great week.